Hello, my name is Joy and this is Joyland Devotionals. Today, our special guest, Josh Warren, is going to be talking about the fruit of the Spirit. Hope you enjoy it. Okay, uh, welcome to my, uh, the first uh, Joyland Devotionals. Uh, this is the first episode of many that I'll be I'll be doing for the rest of the year. Hopefully, it will become something uh, good or <laughs> something that I can keep on doing. Um, for today, as my first guest, I have Josh, um, and uh, we're gonna be talking about something very interesting. Um, Josh, it's been a year. <laughs> Uh, literally last year, by this time, I was translating for you guys here in Costa Rica. So Yes, you were. It's uh, hard to believe that it has been a year since we've been with you guys in Costa Rica. Yeah, it's it's just very interesting for me. Um, we had so much fun last year, and yeah. So, Josh, uh, would you like to introduce yourself, to tell us your name, um, where are you from, um, what do you do for life, or what are you doing right now in these days of coronavirus? <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Um, so my name is uh, Josh Warren. Um, I live in um, Pell City, Alabama in the uh, United States. Um, currently, this summer, I am a uh, intern at my uh, local church. Um, I intern with my student minister and um, also spend uh, a great deal of time with my pastor as his intern as well. Um, I'm in school. I'm in school to be um, a pastor. Um, so I'm spending a lot of time, you know, just uh in God's word, spending a lot of time, uh, mm -hmm. just doing a lot of devotions like this. So I'm really excited to be with you guys and, uh, Joy, thanks for giving me the opportunity to be yeah. your first guest. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited. I'm very sorry if I make any mistakes in English, um, because it's been a while <laughs> since I have like a full conversation in English. So oh, I completely understand. Um, so yeah. Um, The idea of these devotionals or this type of conversations I want to start doing, um, it's for people to find like somewhere or something where they can feel free to listen from young people. Um, the word of God, which is very or is becoming very initial nowadays. So definitely I really, really will um, like to start with a prayer if you would like to to do that, please. And then we can start talking about the, the main thing. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. All right. Let's pray guys. Uh, Father, we just thank you um, just for the opportunity, just um, in these days of just crazy with the coronavirus, Father, we just thank you for the ability of technology that we have to um, even being so far apart that we're just able to dig into your word and we're able to just see your goodness and your faithfulness um, through this time. Father, I just pray for uh, this time as me and Joy just to get to spend time talking about um, just interesting things that are in your word that you just give us the things to say and give us the um, ability just to clearly explain um, in the times of the passage that we're going to be walking through. Um, we pray these things in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. So um, the topic that I wanted to bring first is like um, the fruit of the spirit. I think it's the same in English, right? Yeah. The fruit yes. Of the yes. Um, so, I don't know if you would like to read the two verses I told you, which is, yeah, verses 22 and uh, 23. Uh, so we're being Galatians 5, um, verses 22 and 23. And uh, mm -hmm. 
Paul says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And against such thing, there is no law. Yeah, I think that, well, when I first heard of these two verses, um, I remember I was talking to my dad, who's also a pastor. Yeah. And it's it's very interesting to see like all those things and also reading through the chapter, like the horrible things people will do to others, right. and to themselves. Um, but then what mainly God gives us to be like him, like you see God is love, his joy, his peace, his patience and all the fruit, all the compl- or things that complete the fruit of the spirit. It's basically a definition of God and which makes me super super happy and being able to have these words and also have the word of God being told to me. So it's super good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, the fruit of the spirit is one of those things that as you know, you grow in Christ and you grow with your relationship as Christ is that you, the main mark of how your Christian life is going is Mm -hmm. by the production of fruit in your life. Um, you know, God, Paul in this letter, you know, in, in chapter five, you know, he it lays out what it looks like to be living in the flesh. I mean, you know, you see a, a couple of verses before that, you know, he talks about um, envy and strife and jealousy and fits of anger and mm-hmm. um, just all kinds of just just evil things that we see in the world. And then we get to those, you know, two verses that we're looking at, but the fruit of the spirit is love and joy and peace. And, you know, it's interesting that, you know, Paul uses that conjunction, but right there in um, verse 22, you know, it's, he's placing that in a section of where he's saying, you know, this is what the world looks like, but, you know, it's kind of like what he says in Ephesians, you know, but God, Um, Mm -hmm. and he says in Ephesians, but God being rich in mercy, you know, it's, but God being rich in mercy, he gives us these fruits of the spirit. You know, Mm -hmm. he allows us with the inheritance of his kingdom to have these, um, you know, you just walk through these, you know, you have love and joy, peace and patience, you know, are the first four fruits of the spirit. And, you know, that's really the mark of what your Christian life looks like. You know, how do you love, where does your joy come from? How do you get peace? Um, where, how do you get patience? Um, you know, if y'all are anything like me, patience is probably the biggest fruit of the spirit I struggle with. (laughs) Um, you know, I am, I like things to be done then and now I don't like to wait off on things. Um, I try to be as organized as I can down to the very second of what I have things doing. Um, you know, during school, my calendar is literally just marked down my calendar and my phone literally has things pinpointed, um, down to the very hour of what I've got going on. So patience is not anywhere in my schedule, but God really has taught me patience here in the last few months of just going through the coronavirus and going through so yeah. many other things, um, you know, having patience and understanding and listening. Um, you know, Joy, I don't know how my, uh, what you get to see about what's going on in the U.S., but we're having just some we're having some riots going on with just yeah, um, yeah. Some serious racial tensions going on. And, you know, a lot of people are pointing to, you know, government officials trying to fix it or, you know, legislation of our of our government trying to fix it. But, you know, in my mind, the greatest thing that we're going to be able to do to fix that issue is going to be understanding yeah. what God has called us to do. True. Um, that, you know, God loves all of us individually. I mean, you know, we see in Revelation 7, you know, that God, there's a picture of everyone worshiping God. And that that that's the that's the picture we're getting to. 
That's and to point, get, yeah. and I mean, and to get through that though, we've got to get these these the fruits of the spirit have to be in our lives of what we're doing. True. Um, you know, I think of the verse. I think it's in First Corinthians. You know, where Paul talks about love is patient, love is kind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we did a Bible study through that a couple of months ago, or it may have been right around a year now, uh, where it was, you know, in, put in your name everywhere you see love. So, you know, it would be like, you know, Josh is kind, you know, and going through that and saying, you know, do, do you match with that version of what we're supposed to be in Christ? Um, you know, are you getting that from Christ as you're going through and looking at him? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your, and then, you know, next one, you're looking at your joy. Is your joy coming directly from Christ? Um, or, you know, are you pulling joy from other things? Um, you know, like he talks about earlier, you know, are you pulling joy from being um, patient? Are you pulling joy from seeing, seeking the approval of others? Um, are you pulling joy from how much money you're making in whatever job you're doing? Yeah. Um, are you pulling joy from your significant other in your relationship that you're in? Um and then, you know, your peace and your patience, where are you getting, you know, how are you getting that? Are you relying on your own self to get your peace and your patience? Or are you looking to God who can really sustain that peace and patience through everything that's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, I know I've talked a lot, Joy, so, you know, you can feel free to jump in whenever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I was just thinking right now that, um, you know, uh, well, um, right now I'm working on my fourth language and um learning a new language is a whole it's a whole mess <laughs> right, like, right definitely being able to fully understand someone um that is like from another country also from another culture like also i have not been able to visit the states yet and for me it's like i have no idea what you guys are going through and i know like the the levels or the the place or i don't know it's way bigger than costa rica like the country is way bigger um, right just like texas is more it's bigger than <laughs> costa rica so right uh, the whole thing is like quite big and i know that you guys are like going through a lot of things uh, political social um religiously a lot of Definitely. different things um but for me like the fruit of the spirit is so important for young people because right. um, I feel like in the time that where you are growing, that's where you're building who you are. Like from your 10-year-old to your 20s, stuff like that. That's like the time, like the perfect time to find out who you really are. And also, right. uh, like, also like uh, we've been talking in the youth group in my church, um, um, when you're trying to find who you are, right? And your identity and everything. And it's just so funny for me that, in the fruit of the spirit, we can find what God want, wants us to be. Not exactly what me, myself, just uh, selfish thoughts and stuff, um, being very prideful and everything, uh, thinking what am I going to be for the world and not what God God, God wants me to be. So right. the fruit of the spirit, um, you were mentioning um, love, joy, peace, patience, which is the, four, the first um for and yeah for me I think that patience and also self-control it's something that uh, it's very hard for me to handle um you know like sometimes things take over and you cannot just handle everything at the moment we're not perfect quite not perfect at all but um 
I feel like God has such um, power and his first, the God of, uh, of love, that he loves us so much that he just constantly tells us like, okay, I'm giving you all of these keywords, which has, which has like bunch of minutes. Now learning, now I mentioned the, that I was learning or I'm learning languages or practicing with languages, which is so interesting for me to see that, for example, the word joy and happy or happiness are not the same exact. Like they're synonyms there. They come together one another, but they're not exactly the same. And I feel like joy brings also the satisfaction of, of feeling happy. And it's, it's just so good for me to see um, that right now, um, even even though like we're going through all these things with the coronavirus and everything, like uh, churches are coming to be like together. Like once again, like people were going like separate ways, everyone in their own ministry uh, I can tell you from my church, like uh, we were all working like little companies inside of the church, which is um, which was not helping very well uh, getting everything together. Right. So um, being able to see how my church is coming together again, like us, all of us, the leaders, me as a uh, youth group uh, leader and also like with my siblings and my parents and everything, like seeing how we all like come together and start working as a team once again, like how it is supposed to be as we as church. And also seeing other uh, ministries and talking to different people, like what we're doing right now, like, like trying, like, even though we're separated physically, everyone is like coming back together and it's bringing kindness and goodness and and also like feeling that like that hope that this will end soon and people are saying this like uh, someday soon or somehow we're gonna get to these and these and that and they're planning like a bunch of things and just give me like satisfaction to see that the fruit of the spirit uh, somehow is growing in the people but also like in some many other people it's doing the opposite like it's um it's going down it's not it's not helping and it's it's just frustrating for me to see that there there are still so many people that need uh, all these things and especially they need to hear the word uh, or the truth and they're just blind in their thoughts and in their way and it just hurts to see that and yeah definitely yeah yeah i mean you know you keep going i mean you know you look at the first four and then you look at the next section of um you know then uh, you look at you know kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control um out of those to me the most important has got to be the faithfulness um Mm -hmm. you know being able to be faithful into what christ has called us to do being able to be faithful into what we're striving for, um, you know, looking on um, to the end result of what we of what the reward is in heaven. Not looking at earthly rewards, but looking at what we get in heaven yeah. um, as being a follower of Christ, um, and having that gentleness of spirit to be able to confront brothers and sisters in Christ who are struggling in a loving way and in a patient way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then having that self-control of understanding that you can't do it by yourself. 
um, you know, kind of like what you were saying about everybody in the church being their own little company. You know, I really, I really like that analogy um, of saying that, you know, the church being an umbrella for several little companies setting up, but it should be everybody under that umbrella advancing toward the same goal. Yeah, yeah. And that should be, and, and that should be giving out the word of the Lord Jesus Christ, um, understanding that we're not seeking the approval of man, but that we're seeking the approval of God as Paul, mm-hmm. as Paul talks about in the first chapter of this book. Um, yeah. um and just, un, and, you know, just understanding the goodness that God gives to us. Um, yeah. Um, also, do you have something you were going to say? I thought, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, also seeing like how Jesus calls the body and in a body, like, um, the lungs and the heart can do different things to work by themselves. The the whole body works towards one thing, which is, and him being the head is like our brain directing our whole body. Right. And that's what we get sick. That's why we get different things because one part of the body is not doing what is meant to be right. And, um, I feel like um, doing or or learning all of these words, or at least memorizing them, or having them present in in our everyday. Uh, for me, the ones that are more like shocking, or the ones that I have struggled more, will be yeah, like self control and patience. Um, like you were saying, like um, it takes me so little to lose my patience. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, definitely uh, everything yeah. everything it's scheduled everything has a time and yeah um and also there's uh, another part of the bible don't remember exactly right now but the bible says like for everything there's a season and a time for every matter under heaven right um uh, there's a time to do right. literally everything it mentions all the possible things right. you can imagine so so yeah like um for me this this uh every word that completes the fruit of the spirit is is just like god telling me you have to prove yourself that you're learning all these things through every single day of your life right um every single day i get to love right every single day i get to have peace at some time or uh, I get to be kind to someone. I get to be, uh, I, I get to prove my self-control and it's like an everyday thing. And I want to, I want to know what's your opinion or what do you think about the very last part of the, of the verse 23rd, which says against, uh, such things, there is no law for me. Um, I have a, I haven't specific thought about it, but I want to know what you think about it. Um, yeah. Okay. So, you know, in studying and preparing for all this, you know, I was, you know, looking through of, you know, you know, why would Paul include that into, um, the, uh, end of this, um, little section of teaching about the fruit of the spirit. And, you know, um, my opinion personally is that this is one of those things talking about of how, you know, God does not make a law against the ninefold fruit of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, for these things, um, you know, you know, there's no law against the fruit of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when Christ was ascended into heaven, you know, he said he was going to send a helper being the Holy spirit that we know that now. Um, uh, and just, just understanding that without the Holy spirit, we cannot truly enjoy 
the fruits of the spirit. And so that's what I'm really thinking Paul is meaning by that. There is no, there is, there is no law. Um, just meaning that, you know, we can't do this without the spirit of God. Yeah. So, well, you know, my dad is a pastor and, uh, um, more than that, I really like to right. yeah. I, I really like to talk to people that like to study the Bible. In January, we in my church we always have this like camp or BVS where we uh, bring uh, people uh, like usually they're in their twenties or nineteen years old and stuff like that, and we bring them uh, right. to a rural place like the mountains uh, around Trialba where I live, and. Um, I remember um, yeah. this January, we we brought a couple that they're on their 60s or something like that. And uh, it was so much fun having them. Um, the guy, his name is Harry. He, he really likes to see young people like studying the Bible and also like questioning things, like studying and going in depth or, of things and I remember having him and every single night would have like any discussion or not like fighting, but like, like having a conversation about a topic in, in specific and um, yeah, like a health, a healthy debate. Yeah. 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 Um, so I remember uh, we were discussing this very topic and uh, the last part uh, he came up with this idea and also like we kind of constructed together and it was very fun. Um, you know, like how in the Old Testament, like we had all these laws and all these things that they had to do to be able to have a little moment with God, although they were in sin and everything that happened with um, Moses and all the different things, right? You know, the story, um, all the uh, laws and everything they had to go through. Uh, and now Jesus and now Jesus comes and breaks all that. It's like yeah. you don't need any of that anymore. You just need to believe and um right. He says like you need to believe that I am God and yes. that He is the Savior of the world. Right? That's 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 the main point. But like He also leaves us. He like that doesn't mean that now we're able right. to do the rest of the things like uh, lying or killing or doing all of these things that, for example, the 10 commitments tell us not to do. Right. So for me, this very last part, and I, and I think it's very funny analogy. Uh, all of these things, if you see, or, or if you pay enough attention to it, all, those, all of these things cover or delete any of the other sins we could be able to, to do like, um, if yeah. you are, uh, if you are kind, if you love someone else, you're not gonna go and kill that person. Uh, uh, if you love someone else, or if you have joy, uh, you're not gonna be depressed. Um, if you have peace, uh, you're not gonna go and do weird things or insane things to others or to yourself uh, in many different ways. Um, so I feel like when it says self-control. Uh, it puts at the very end because a lot of the people that do things to others or to themselves is because they don't have that self-control to be able to manage their feelings or what is going on. Um, and all of these things, I feel like all of the fruit of the spirit, it's the key for the Christian life, as you were saying. And 
if you accomplish to manage all these things that that which are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, those things will like will make you a great example of a Christian, right? And right. If you can like if you accomplish or you do all these things, you are in no need of making any sin because you'll be aware of things. So against such things there is no law. Like um that's the only thing like God tell God is telling us like do all these things and you would not need to like go and do any of the things that he mentions like before that. A right. little before that, right? And it's so interesting for me how he came up with that idea and we kind of construct it together and that um you just need to do that and the rest of the things will be like extra like you will you're not going to be in need of doing them so right yeah one of the uh one of the commentators that i was reading about this passage he said uh um he writes that this last clause is most likely an under um understatement used for uh, rhetorical effort the law as paul has said was given to restrain evil but these qualities do not need to be restrained hence no <laughs> law opposes them yeah there may be there may also be a sense however in which paul is suggesting that the law cannot be against such a life in this manner because of the very fact that by being so led that there are principles fulfilling as all the law that requires i mean it's that whole encompassment of that jesus came to bridge the old law with what he preached on earth. And it's in my mind, it's Paul's way of showing that these care, these nine attributes of God are our way of getting or moving towards our sanctification that we cannot complete on earth, but will be completed when we reach heaven. Uh, but it's that yeah. way of working towards being in that Christ like manner that we can do. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. And uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I I agree with your uh, I agree with your analogy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I feel like yeah, studying the Bible by yourself is so interesting. Uh, but when you get to see like and talk to other people and being a, be able to listen to what they have to say, or also like uh, right you heard from this word in a many like in a different way than the one I heard. So um, it's very interesting for me to see the way that you see things and the way I it can, or I am able to, to study this very right. verse. And yeah, it's just, it's just very good to be able to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the, that, yeah, yeah. Um, it just means that we both see the verse in different ways. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's talking which to is one of the cool things about yeah. why I think that well, right. And that's one of the cool things about Bible studies and about devotions with other people is that you get to bring in, okay, what you said is completely accurate. And then what I said is the same level of accuracy. It's just different interpretations mm -hmm. of the exact same passage. Yeah. Um so that's one of, that's one of the cool things about getting to talk to other believers. Yeah, yeah. Also knowing like I feel like the culture and everything influenced also the way that you see things and it's it's very interesting. Um I have one question yeah. for you. Yeah, definitely. Um, so Okay. What would be like 
an advice or or like tips or or something for people to fully understand these two verses like um like to be able to apply them in their life because at the end that's that's what we're meant to be or meant to do so right tell like someone uh, like a yeah. like a young person that is just starting reading the bible and just comes out with these two verses right um you know when i think about how to how do i apply biblical teachings into my life you know what are some things that i do i mean you know one of the biggest things obviously is you know being constantly in the word yeah um you know constantly reading constantly growing and constantly just knowing what god has said um another thing is having people that you trust in a biblical christian you know spiritually biblically grounded people that you can go to with your questions and go to with your Mm -hmm. concerns about the passages that you read surrounding yourself with a group of people who are biblically strong and can help build you up for stop helping people grow but that you never stop growing on your own Mm -hmm. Um, and i think that's one of the biggest things that i struggle with as i get deeper into my walk is that i I continue to find someone to pour into me because I can pour into other people all day long, but at some point it's, I'm going to get empty. Yeah. And my prayer and my hope is that nobody ever feels that empty feeling, but that they're constantly poured into. And so my biggest piece of advice would be finding a group of people that you can surround yourself with that can help you and keep you accountable, that you're living a life that shows love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control yeah. um, that you're living a life that produces those fruits in all things that you do. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And uh, also, so in, in this thing that I'm starting now today with you, right. Um, I want to, um, I want to leave people with a question every week that they can either okay. answer in the comments or they can either uh, send me or the person that I'll be having every week um, a, like an answer and any of the platforms I'll be able to use. And um, that question will be um, like, what is the fruit of the spirit or what is the part of the fruit of the spirit that you're failing right now the most and what are you doing to to handle that right yeah yeah good question very good question yeah so um if you would like to give us like your answer i'm also giving mine (laughs) so yeah definitely yeah definitely um you know kind of like i said uh, at the beginning patience is probably where i fall short the most Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, you know, what, you know, I ask myself kind of on a daily basis, you know, what am I doing to make myself a more patient person? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the biggest thing that I can do to make myself more patient is just to seek after Christ and to be more like him, yeah. because I have found that my patience has gotten a lot better in recent months. And it's been because, I can't have everything as fast as I want it to. And I'm doing better at being in the word and seeking Christ. And I have found that when I'm doing that, when I'm seeking after Christ and praying after what I'm wanting to get better at, 
he opens doors to test that so that it can be strengthened. It's like what, you know, James says, you know, um, count it all joy when the, um, when you face trials of various kinds that, you know, the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. Um, and in my own life, I can be a personal testament that when you pray for patience, God is going to test you on that so yeah. that you can be steadfast in all things <laughs> that, that you do so and be true. patient um, for that. I, I can completely, I can completely attest to that. Yeah. For me, it will be, well, right now it's like finding peace on, on things like, um, more, more than peace is like feeling comfortable doing things like, uh, I'm about to finish, well, actually, tomorrow I'm finishing uh, college, like, the whole semester, and it's been a mess, and just, oh, like, awesome. finding, yeah. uh, finding peace, and, like, telling my day, telling myself every day, you're gonna finish this, <laughs> it's coming, don't worry, it's coming, it's next week, it's in two weeks, or stuff like that, like, and being also, like, um, I don't know, like, yeah, patience and, and peace, like finding those two things um, in my everyday. It's such struggle right now. And I feel like a lot of people feel like that, like because everyone is so anxious. I feel like people, when they don't know things, they go crazy. Like they want to know everything right now. And we're, we're in a right. moment where everyone want to know something to just go to Google or they just go whatever a person and they'll have the answer right away. But right now with the coronavirus or every other thing, like school going to go back, uh, like in presence class or uh, I don't know, different things. Um, nobody knows anything. Right. So everyone is like kind of losing their minds. Right. Uh, and yeah. So for me, that would be the right. It will be that. Definitely. Yeah. So, um, Josh, thank you so much for accepting uh this invitation i hope that you have fun that that we uh, kind of cover the whole thing the whole topic and uh, um, thank you so much really um i admired you uh so much uh, i've heard some of your uh, uh, preaching also i heard you here in costa rica talking to the kids and the way that you you and the rest of the team that that came with you i was um I was so blessed to be around you and um, I hope that you guys can get to come to Costa Rica once again and that we can get to work together at some point again. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, you know, just really appreciate you know, you thinking of me as you uh, get ready to start. So, you know, I'm, um, you know, incredibly, you know, just proud and, you know, just uh, it's really awesome to see that you're so willing to, you know, spend time, you know, being faithful to what God has called you to do to start something like this. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's awesome to see, you know, I'm, you know, I admire you and being just so willing that when God lays something on your heart, you know, you don't overthink it. You just run straight to it and find a way to make it work. Um, So, you know, I'm very thankful that you uh, allowed me to be your first guest um, you know, hopefully as this, you know, continues on, um, you know, maybe I'll get to come back at some later point and, uh, we'll yeah, get yeah, to talk yeah. through another Definitely. topic, but this has been a lot of fun. Um, and I'm really, uh, really thankful for the opportunity. So I really appreciate it. Okay. Well, thank you so much also to, uh, the people that are going to be listening to this. Um, I'm very blessed and you'll hear from me, um, every week, I hope. 
and we'll have people from many different places, uh, many different ages too. Um, and I hope that you enjoyed this little conversation about this beautiful verse, uh, two verses that we work uh, today. And thank you so much again, everybody, and especially Josh for being here. And uh, any last words? I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, just uh, my prayers that, you know, you guys, as you listen to these podcasts, that it sparks, you know, just that love love of God and that, you know, fire um, to be in his word and to uh, just follow after whatever he has called you to do, that you be faithful mm-hmm. um, to what God has called you to do. Perfect. Okay. So thank you so much, Josh, and see you, see you guys later. <laughs>